Hello and welcome to episode 20 of the Football Index Club Daily Podcast. I'm going to be talking about the increase and decrease on the Football Index um, and I'm going to try and get through it fairly quick because I just recorded an episode and then it was about halfway through and I realised I had already spoke for 15 minutes and a lot of it wasn't great content so I'm going to make it again and hopefully this will be a faster episode and more useful too. So we'll start off with the increases in the top 200 list. We've got Frankie de Jong up 22p, VK Puig up 17p and Arthur up 13p. All Barcelona central midfielders um, and also we had Sergio Busquets up around 20p earlier as well. So they're all up due to Barcelona's new manager coming in and making Barcelona play in a style which suits the PB matrix better. So those players that did play for Barcelona the other night um, all hit very high PB scores. Frankie de Jong wasn't one of them, but he has increased due to speculation that when he does return from his suspension, he will also hit higher PB scores in the future. So Setien, he's got a style where they pass a lot. And we already saw, as I say, those players hit high PB scores. And if Barcelona do continue to play that they did the over the weekend, it is likely that we'll see the likes of Frankie de Jong and Arthur hit high PB scores in the future. And as they are fairly young players, maybe we will see them earn dividends over the next few years due to the influence that Setien does have on the club. Well, it is quite early days to say, and those players are up quite a considerable amount now without actually really proving themselves just yet. But then we've got Moussa Dembele. He's up 15p, linked to Manchester United. A few rumours about him going to a few other clubs as well. The Carl Toko can be transferred to Leon, which looks very likely. I think that may, has, may have been confirmed now. Has opened up even more speculation that Dembele will be on the move as it can be can take Dembele's position. Um, and so that is why Dembele is up. His PB scores have actually been very low this season, despite scoring 11 goals in Liga Earn. And so whether he's a good hold or not, I suppose I think it will depend on the transfer, whether it goes through or not. I personally wouldn't pay £2.37 if he does end up staying at Leon, given his dividend potential, but maybe he will improve in the future. Then we've got Trent Alexander-Arnold up 10p. As I've said in previous podcasts, we're certainly seeing more of a youth trend emerging at the moment. And Trent's not a player that's really sucked up in that youth trend, but he is probably the most proven young player when it comes to earning dividends. Um, And he is an English uh, fullback, very attacking, 11 assists this season, 10 PB scores over 200 so he really does suit the PB matrix with the amount of crosses and key passes he supplies and also playing for arguably the best team in the world. There's so many positive reasons um, and so many factors which make him a good hold on football index at the moment. The only disadvantage really is probably his high price now at £6.99, which makes him a very premium hold uh, and not a player that, you know, Traders with small portfolios are necessarily going to be interested in buying. Um, and so I'll move on now, actually, to the other players on the decrease list in the top 200. 
Um, we've got Renier as well up 9p. I'll just mention him. He's been confirmed to Real Madrid today. So another attacking, exciting Brazilian player um, who will be moving from Flamengo to follow Rodrigo and Vinicius Junior, uh, other young Brazilians at Real Madrid. And then on the decrease list, Bubakri Samare. So he's got no intention of leaving Lille, according to reports. And his price has been heavily built up on transfer rumours emerging over the last few weeks. Uh, and he has been linked to various Premier League teams. But now he's saying that he's not going to move. And so his price has dropped again. Lionel Messi is down 12p. And so uh, Mill and Pjanic is also down 8p. Both players who are premium PB holds. So they're players who are likely to earn match date dividends. They've got a fairly decent chance. Both hit very high PB scores. Obviously, Messi being the player hitting the highest out of the two by quite some amount. But at the moment, um, there's certainly a bit of a youth trend going on. Um, older premium PB players seem to be dropping a little bit. And I think there's quite a few reasons for this. First of all, with so many new traders coming onto the market, they're not going to want to just sit on a player and watch the dividends come in necessarily. They want the profit now. And with the transfer window dividends, as well as the money back offer on, uh, the market is sort of incentivizing short-term trading rather than long-term trading, where um, sort of investors would pick up plays like Messi and Pjanic, whereas short-term traders will not be looking for those players and it is uh, the market sort of focused more on short-term trading at the moment I suppose there's also the sort of argument about capital appreciation versus dividends and I suppose they're they're, they're certainly mutually um, they're not mutually exclusive you know you need dividends to um, actually offer some value to players and therefore capital appreciation takes place due to that potential value um, but I suppose there's a lot more detail I could go into on that but I'll probably save it for another episode as I've got plenty of plays to get through what I would say overall is traders are now looking at short term capital appreciation more than focusing on longer term dividends which is why we're p- perhaps seeing the players who do and are likely to earn dividends not do so well necessarily and we're seeing younger players who are maybe likely to earn dividends but in the future and who are less proven they have less data to sort of back up uh back them up sort of increasing more uh but moving on edison cabani up 43p to one pound 39 uh he's been linked to various teams in the premier league man united i think tottenham and also atletico madrid uh, he's also said that um, apparently he's handed in a transfer request. And also Thomas Tuchel, uh, Paris Saint-Germain manager, has said he's not sure that Cavani will be here in February. So there's quite a... Well, there's a very strong chance, basically, Cavani will be on the move. So there's a chance that he'll earn transfer window dividends. He's quite old, though. So I'm not sure he'll sustain that £1.39 price that he's currently at. There's a good chance he'll actually drop... um, especially if he goes to Atletico Madrid. So we'll have to see what happens there. And then Carlos Vinicius, I highlighted him on the premium site at around nine, at 77p um, last month in the transfer window blog. He's up 20p to pound sixteen now, so that's a massive uh, percentage return since I first highlighted him. He's apparently, apparently there's been a few bids for him from the Premier League up to around £60 million. 
Not sure how much truth there is in those transfer rumours, but he's having a very good season, actually, at Benfica. 10 goals in 15. He's only 24. So I suppose they're the main reasons why he has increased. Of course, if that transfer doesn't go through, then I think we can expect his price to fall back down again. And that's the same with Alex Tejas, who's up 20p, also playing in, playing in a non-PB league. And he's been linked to Chelsea and PSG. He does have very good statistics. He's got five goals and five assists this season, which is very good for a left back. Uh, he provides a lot of key passes and has hit high PB scores because of all those mentioned factors, which make him quite a good hold as a defender. He's 27 though, so he's not particularly young, not hitting that youth trend at the moment. But if he was to go to Chelsea or PSG and actually nail down a position at either of those teams, I expect he will increase in price further. Then we've got Medi Taremi, so a player playing in the Portuguese league. Um, he's apparently been linked to Aston Villa recently. So he was highlighted by another trader on the Football Index Value Players Facebook page just five days ago. And I was saying that I didn't think he had any potential to actually earn dividends. Um, but <laughs> the trader replied saying, you don't need dividends with rumours, uh, which is a fair point. So, you know, I just replied saying, circumstances change all the time on Football Index. And one day a player can seemingly have no chance of earning dividends. But the next day, that is not the case. And so anticipating and buying players, which could change from one state to another, can often be a goldmine for success on football index. And so I suppose this trader has certainly proved me wrong, which is fair play. And it is a lesson to learn on not always criticising others' posts um, on social media in general. And also considering that just because place current circumstances make them not look so favourable, that can change and can lead to massive price increases too. Then we've got Nabil Bentaleb up 14p, linked to Newcastle. Apparently he's having a medical there. He's up to 64p. Uh, first highlighted on the premium site at 33p. So that's another player who I highlighted as an out-of-favour player. Um, I wrote a blog on out-of-favour players that were under £1 at the time and he was injured, not playing for Schalke, but he did have pretty strong statistics to suggest he could be a good hold on Football Index. And I suppose... You can often find players who do have good statistics but are not getting much game time, either they're injured or they're just out of favour completely, not being picked by the manager. And often those players can be very valuable on football index and very good holds. So that's something really worth bearing in mind. Um, sometimes it, be, it can be quite hard to keep a player if their price is stagnating or they're even falling, but sometimes it can work off best in the long term as Bentaleb is now up 87% in price since I highlighted him in October when he was not getting any game time or any attention and after I highlighted him even then for the next few weeks he barely rose in price I think he went up a couple of pence maybe um, but yeah it's certainly a lesson to be learned there and then on the decrease list we have Mbwana Ali Samata down 7p so he's not been a transfer for him has not been confirmed yet, as far as I'm aware. Um, oh, no, I'm completely wrong there. No, he has moved to Aston Villa, yes. Um, so I suppose traders have just taken the transfer window dividends there. It's a bit too late now to be getting on him, and his prices decreased because of that. Um, 
So, yeah, he's another one I actually highlighted on the side as a transfer hold. Um, but the reason that I did highlight him and the reason I mention when I do highlight plays is it's always good to sort of give some reasoning on why I highlighted, it, highlighted them in the first place. And the reason, again, there was just pure transfer speculation, really trying to think ahead. So I actually highlighted him back in November, like two months ago. Um, so he's returned around 40 50% return on investment, maybe even more um, in just two months, which is great. But the main thing there is thinking in November, who's going to increase in January? And that's where my trading strategy and what I try and put on the premium site on Football Index Club is very beneficial and why the results have been so good is you've basically just got to try and think as far ahead as possible. Um, I've now added a market trend section on there as well, which I think will help even further in doing that and anticipating upcoming market trends. So I'll give you an example. This summer, we're obviously going to see players at the Euros increase massively, but not just that. I think we'll definitely see Euro under 21 players massively increase in price. And so probably in around March time or so, I'll be making databases covering every player that will be playing at the Euro under 21 tournament. And I'll be writing blogs maybe in April time, a couple months before the Euro under 21 market trend sort of gets underway. And I predict by May and then June time, we'll definitely see those players increase considerably in price. So maybe it wasn't a good idea actually giving that away in this episode as it's only January. Um, and it's not something that I would be considering buying into now as it's still a long time to wait before that. But that is how I sort of trade anyway, just always trying to think as far ahead as you, you can. But you've also got to consider how much money could be made in between the time you're thinking ahead and the time when you expect those players to start increasing in price. Um, because obviously the opportunity cost is very high if you are just sitting on players that are stagnating and you buy players in, in anticipation of the market trend too early. So the timing is obviously key, but that's just something that's taken me around three years of trading on Football Index to really learn and it's something I'm still getting better at. Anyway, I'll leave it um, at that. I hope this episode has been useful as always and thank you again very much for listening.